Hello, welcome to a new podcast for The Lancet HIV. I'm Gavin Cleaver. Today we're discussing a new paper on universal test and treat and the HIV epidemic in rural South Africa, and I'm delighted to be joined by one of the authors of the paper, Francois Dabis. Francois, please will you introduce yourself? Hello, uh, I'm Francois Dabis. I'm a medical epidemiologist, a professor of uh, public health uh, at the University of Bordeaux uh, in France. Uh, and uh, I've been recently appointed as the director of the French National AIDS Research Agency, ANRS. So, Francois, universal test and treat is its very much the current treatment paradigm for HIV. Could you just give us a little bit of background as to what this actually means in practice? Yes. Um, universal test uh, and treat uh, implies that you uh, um, can propose HIV counseling and testing to uh, the entire uh, population and uh, assuming uh, that the vast majority of those individuals who are proposed uh, accept to be uh, tested, uh, you uh, identify, uh, of course, more rapidly than before, uh, those who are uh, positive, uh, you inform them uh, on their uh, status and you propose them again as soon as possible uh, to initiate antiretroviral treatment. And the uh, assumption is that based on these uh, first two elements of the cascade, uh, people who will uh, be uh, informed rapidly of their serostatus positive and who uh, are uh, offered to enter treatment will enter treatment in good conditions and will remain uh, on treatment. So I think you've answered it to a little bit of an extent there, but generally... What are, what are seen as the benefits of test and treat as a strategy? Testing uh, and, and treating uh, individuals uh, uh, early and treating everybody uh, has two, two types of benefits. Uh, the first type of benefit that we have known now for about two to three years uh, is uh, that uh, it, uh, it creates uh, addition, good health benefits for the individuals who start uh, treatment early. So in other words, we know for sure now that the sooner the antiretroviral treatment is started, the better it is for the health of the individuals. The second advantage is that uh, we think that uh, by uh, treating uh, individuals, uh, we know that by treating individuals, we reduce uh, substantially the quantity of virus that uh, individuals harbor, and therefore we create the conditions for minimizing transmission. This has been fully proven uh, in uh, serodiscordant couples, uh, mostly heterosexual couples. This has not been demonstrating and having an impact on reducing transmission at the population level, and that was the origin of the project that we are publishing today. Right, and so perfect transition. So moving on to your present study, what were you looking for and how did your research team carry this out? Yes, what we were uh, looking for is to demonstrate that uh, proposing to uh, offer testing to uh, an entire population in the real world uh, and then moving uh, those who needed it to treatment and, and maintain them on treatment would have rapidly an impact on the conditions of transmission in this uh, community. Uh, we decided to explore this hypothesis because uh, there had been, as I said earlier, uh, good data on, on serodiscordant couples, so, so in, in sort of limited populations, and also mathematical models were telling us that this was a conceivable uh, achievement. So we decided to do that uh, in an area uh, of uh, South Africa. Uh, why South Africa? Because this is obviously one of the uh, countries with the highest prevalence of HIV um, in, in, in the world, 
And, and we particularly decided to uh, address this issue in communities very heavily affected in South Africa, uh, in the province of KwaZulu-Natal, uh, where uh, more, almost a third of uh, adults uh, live uh, currently uh, with uh, HIV. So we, we went into this community with South African uh, researchers and a, a vast multidisciplinary team. We picked up, uh, selected 22 geographical areas. We call them uh, clusters. Uh, each area represents about uh, 1,300 uh, uh, people, adults. Uh, we, they were randomly distributed into two uh, equal groups. One, I call it the intervention group, and the other, the uh, control group. And over a four-year period, we were thus uh, capable of um, identifying about 13,000 people in the intervention clusters and almost 15,000 in the control clusters. In all instances, we uh, offered uh, systematically uh, universal uh, testing by do going door-to-door, uh, -door, and we repeated this, uh, this uh, proposal um, every uh, six months. Uh, those who were identified positive and were in the uh, intervention group were offered immediately to enter uh, into antiretroviral treatment, uh, whereas in the uh, uh, control group, uh, we only offered treatment according to the South African uh, guidelines, which at that time between 2012 and 2016, were, uh, were more restrictive. So in other words, we waited according to the national guidelines to propose treatment uh, uh, in, the intervention, in the control group, whereas we were directly proposing treatment in the intervention group. Based on this, uh, we uh, entered into follow-up, uh, and uh, during the follow-up, we, uh, by uh, doing repeated uh, blood assessments, uh, we identified who uh, became infected uh, during uh, the time of the trial. In your results, you didn't find a difference in the main outcome of incidents in the test and treat and in the control group. So what do you think might explain the negative outcome of the primary results? Uh, unfortunately, we, were, we concluded that there was no uh, difference in the rhythm or the speed of acquisition of HIV infection between the two groups. Uh, the, the, the speed was, uh, remained relatively high because in the, in the course of the trial, uh, it's, uh, it's about uh, 2.1 uh, to 2.2% uh, for each uh, 100 persons followed one year that got contaminated in this community. That's very high. That's as high as we anticipated. But unfortunately, no uh, decrease uh, in the group with the intervention, uh, the intervention approach that I just uh, described. Uh, the most obvious uh, explanation uh, for us is the low linkage to care. So in other words, uh, when the universal test and treat strategy was proposed to this South African rural community, people were quite keen uh, to um, accept testing. Uh, they were quite keen to perform testing and, and have their status revealed. But once those who were proposed immediate uh, treatment were offered it, um, they delayed the process they were not ready for many of them, um, uh, and therefore the linkage to care, to, to real care, uh, was lower, much lower than expected, uh, and much longer than expected. So altogether, there was not such a difference in the, uh, in the way a treatment was introduced in these two types of community 
uh, by the poor linkage to care. And that has been the major stumbling block of this research. So what does this poor linkage to care mean for the future of test and treat in a more kind of generalizable way? Does it remain an integral component of, of scaling up HIV treatment? Or are these findings um, a little bit more, more negative for the outlook? No, definitely uh, it shouldn't uh, change our vision of the interest of universal test and treat. Uh, clearly, uh, treated, uh, treating uh, all individuals who live with HIV is the priority, uh, and to a certain extent, the fact that we have now international standards called 90-90-90, 90% of the people uh, diagnosed with HIV, 90% uh, of those diagnosed uh, starting treatment, and 90% of them um, uh, getting a full viral control, uh, really tells that this is, a, this is now a, a clear uh, strategy everywhere and for all uh, communities. Simply what we describe and what we conclude from our research is that moving into this direction and achieving these goals and even going beyond is a difficult uh, exercise. It's a difficult for the, for the health systems, it's difficult for the community, uh, and therefore uh, we need to have more uh, comprehensive uh, intervention packages that will um, increase uh, the treatment uptake and the retention in care to fully satisfy the targets that I just described. So we have no, uh, but we do not question the interest uh, of the goals that we are now uh, uh, putting ahead of us. What we observe in this trial is that this is uh, unfortunately more complex and more challenging to uh, achieve than we had, uh, were had anticipated. And, uh, and the only way to uh, get this type of conclusion was to perform this, uh, this kind of trial. Uh, we, were the, we are the first trial to conclude and to reach the end of it. Uh, there are currently uh, four other trials in South Africa and in neighboring country of Southern Africa. I'm sure they will uh, uh, explore uh, other avenues, complementary avenues of uh, delivering the services. And uh, I don't know yet which kind of uh, achievement they will get, but certainly we need to pursue this direction without any change. Well, it's a very interesting paper that poses a lot of important questions. Francois, uh, thank you so much for your time today. Thank you.